idea for us, Ada. We, we got to do it. Is it Aida? Is it Aida? Is it Aida or Aida? And uh, we are back with another episode of Truth Serum. This is a special one because, um, yeah, I am. Um, I'm doing one on Thursday, and I decided that I, I'm going to do special ones throughout the week with different people who you want to hear from. Quite a bit of quite uh, a few of you, not quite a few. Many of you said to me, "Where is Godfrey? We need to hear Godfrey on this on this show." So <laughs> you got Godfrey. Where's the, the asshole? <laughs> no, they didn't even say. They were like, people were like, we need to hear for Godfrey. Godfrey has a perspective. You know, we like, people were actually asking for you on here. Oh, wow. That's cool. I guess, you know, that's good when people ask for you. <laughs> yeah, no, it's, it's cool when you're doing your, your own show and people are like, what about Godfrey? <laughs> yeah, when it comes to the hardcore say, hey, where's Godfrey? Let him scream. No, you know, we had an Afro-Latino um, episode here a couple of weeks ago. And so people were like, you should have Godfrey on because you talked, you and I had this conversation about how um, you live in New York and you've been around Latinos who don't want to claim their blackness. And yeah, you know, and it's a few of, it's not like every single one of them now, but but that, but that, that, that culture, that, that concept is is really big in the Latin community. But that concept is big in the Indian community. That concept is big in the Caribbean. That concept is big in any culture that has dark and light people. It yeah. is, you know, you know, it is in in in. You can we can go with India. They, you know, Bollywood. They use lightning creams and they use their only their very light skin. Um, Mm -hmm. actors very light-skinned because they don't want because india is a dark country indians are dark like the majority you can go from sri lanka that's not india but they look similar to india sri lanka pakistan you know from bombay to all the different i like you pronounce the names like you you really pronounce them like not american mumbai because i know a lot of i have a lot of indian friends and i know indian comedians and and this is not me going, oh, I got Indian friends. No, it's just being, it's just growing up. And you know what I'm talking about, growing up with all kinds of cultures your whole life. Like you have close friends that are from different cultures and you know you know about this from them telling you and you noticing it. You know, it's no different than um, in Niger- Nigeria. They, they got lightning. There's Nigerians that do the cream thing, the Ambi, right. which was an old school skin lightener from the 70s they have ambi they do that in nigeria so that european colonization standard of beauty has plagued all melanated people just because and you know the reason it's actually what's really funny it's actually makes sense that you want to lighten your skin when you're treated like shit all the time your images are negative because you're dark I, it actually makes sense on how you would want to lighten your skin. Right. That just that actually makes sense. That's actually the logical way of thinking. Going, well, fuck. I need to try and get rid of this shit so I can just live a, a normal life because they don't accept this. So it really takes a lot of strength to really like, and a lot of I guess cultural awareness and cultural pride and a st- strong family base to actually go. Nah, I like my skin. That's like. That takes a lot. That's a powerful thing, considering that the majority 
of the society is all about European standards of beauty, European ways of thinking, you know, that kind of shit. And then it's a sadness to see that people hate what they look like because, you know, you know what I mean? Because the majority see you as lower than them when you literally have all the potential. You're yep. the one that has all the potential. Your culture is the one they steal from. Your they use you for monetary gains. They copy your hairstyle. They cop. They listen to all your music. They eat all your food. You know what I mean? They take all your shit. And yet you were the first person on the planet. If it weren't for you, they wouldn't even be here. But they turned around and made you hate your own shit while they take your shit at the same time. If that ain't a hell of a motherfucking magic trick, nigga. Woo <laughs> That's a mindfuck of all mind. That's a magic show like a motherfucker. Which hand? Oh, oh you don't like you know, God, that's some ta-da shit right there. Ta-da! Yeah, you what? I called you because you posted a clip and I had just gotten this Cuban woman fired because I posted a clip of her calling black people monkeys. Oh, amazing. And she got fired from her job and then you posted a video of Latin people and then people started directing your video to me and I was like, I just got somebody fired yesterday. I am not in line with this. And it was funny because it doesn't, you know what, it's damned if you do, damned if you don't, right? So they tell us we're comedians. We should stick to jokes. Then we start talking about, we do jokes. They're like, why aren't you using your platform to speak up? Yo, it's amazing how the word platform, people want to be educated. They go, you need to be using your platform. Whoa, I'm sorry. I had a person, I had two people come at me today. I was talking to Flame. We were talking, you know, we was, we was, it was a dope ass live. You know, you know how Flame keeps it real as fuck. Yeah. So we was talking, boom, boom, boom. And Flame, I love when he breaks down the gay community and really tells the truth. And I just let, I let Flame talk. I keep my mouth shut and I let him talk. He goes, this is my community. I know what the fuck I'm talking about. And he'll say and somebody sent me a message today and they said, um, <laughs> um, you know, the word, the origin of the F word, you know, the, 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 know the what it is. can you please tell the me? N-A-G-G-O-T word. That word, that word. Okay. My yeah. And you know, it's of course the origin of it. And, and we're, and Flame was talking about it, how it's, you know, in London, they ask for a cigarette. It's the same meaning as having a cigarette. It means a bundle of sticks. And of course it's used as derogatory terms for people in the homosexual community. So <laughs> the gay community. So um, we're, we're talking about it and Flame is breaking it down with a whole nine. And I kept quiet because, you know, if someone comes in on the live at the wrong time and I say that word, they'll be like, you, you, you know, because everybody waits to get a little X, you know, they always want to get a little, uh, a little piece of a, 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 of a speech and then, you know, use it as their way to complain. So this person, I guess they're from the gay community, was like saying, hey, Godfrey, I saw your live and you said you said that you were justifying the word of the, the use of that word. And I said, first of all, I never use that word in my act ever. So where are you coming from with this bullshit? And I said, and then you came at, you probably missed the whole conversation. And I said, what you need to do, she goes, you need to take that message and send it to Flame Monroe. Why are you sending it to me? I said, I'm a heterosexual. I'm not part of your community. 
So go talk to the person that's going to give you a run for your money. That's you want to fuck with me so you can find a way to manipulate and then say and accuse me of homophobia and that bullshit. I said, you can't fucking suck at me, yo. I got friends, like I said, flame and rule. I, I live in New York. I'm in performance art. I got friends from, I know transgenders, both sexes. I know all kinds and I know them and I treat them like, so quit trying to find a way. I'm a heterosexual motherfucker and you're not gonna manipulate me. You're not gonna do it. You understand? You, if you have a problem with heterosexuals, maybe you one of those dudes that tries to turn out heterosexuals, because I know cats that do that kind of shit and mm-hmm. disrespect and cross the line. But I'm not the one. Go talk to Flame Monroe, who's going to give you a run for your money. You know what I mean? He, Flame you know goes in. He goes in and he knows what he's talking about. So, and I had another person said, I was making fun of Cornell West yesterday, right? You know, Dr. Uh, Cornell West. What'd, what'd you do? Well, I thought, you know, I was going, listen, brother, it's love, brother. We have to come together, look at the political situation, brother. You know, it had me like this. the thing about it is the, the political situation, brother. We have to find a way to come together. He's like Malcolm X's like crazy cousin. Yeah, but doesn't understand the proximity to the camera at all. No, he goes, see, brother, this is the problem, brother. Yes. So I made fun of him because I said, you know, Cornell West had a white wife. I guess he's divorced, but he had a white wife. It's just funny. Like, he has this white wife. He had it, I guess, and he had a white wife. And me and Peter Guns, me and Pete Guns were talking about it last night. And, I, and he goes, he goes, yo, God, yo, God. Man, that's it's messed up, God. Yo, man, Cornell West, that's my man right there. That's my man. And I said, yeah. He goes, I didn't know he had a white wife, man. I go, yeah. I mean, Henry Louis Gates has a white wife. Right. I mean, but I fuck with the guys. I, I watch his documentaries. The stuff he talks about is still accurate. It's still dope. That's right. <laughs> but it's just funny they got white wives. Right, right, right. <laughs> James Earl Jones has a white wife. Sidney Poitier. Has a white wife. Mufasa, no. My wife is white. Yes. And I feel bad about that. But I have a white wife, but it has nothing to do with my blackness. Nothing to do with it. Yeah, he has a white wife. You see his son? His son looks like he looks kind of like a Puerto Rican white dude. Weird looking. Like, because James is already light skinned. You know, but yeah, James Earl Jones's wife is white, but I still love the guys. I still, but I can make fun of them. Right. I'll make fun of you. That's our job. That's what we do, man. It's like I fuck with Cornell West. I don't disrespect Dr. Cornell West. I fuck with um, um, Henry Louis Gates. I have every right to joke about whatever the fuck I want. Literally, I do. Mm-hmm. It's, it, I mean, it's me who's going to suffer the consequences. But this one brother came at me like, Yo, man, you you know how do you disrespect Dr. Cornell West? Which your all, all you have is a hundred something, something. First, he's talking about my numbers in my live. You know how they like to go at us about our careers. Everybody, for some reason, everybody that isn't a performer, they all have they all counting our money, counting our success. Yes. You know? Now nobody's a CEO of nothing that's coming at me. I, they'll be it'll be nurses, it'll be you know whatever. I go and this dude is like a snorkel diver dude or whatever. Right. And he's talking about 
Uh, you disrespect Cornell West. You need to use your platform. For I, I go, first of all, snorkel boy, I don't really give a fuck. Don't go on my live, bro. Just stay the fuck off my live. Why are you on my live? You're talking about the numbers on my live, but I can... I don't mind it being, a, he goes 138. I guess that's what he, I said, I'd rather have 137. I don't need you. Why are you a grown man on my live bitching about what I said? Right. I can I can fucking joke up, and he's literally going off. So we go back and forth, right? And so you know how when people use emojis, a lot, he used a lot of emojis laughing at shit, trying to come back at me. I go, dude, you a cornball ass motherfucker. I said, listen, Uncle Tom, tell me that, you know, and that, and then so he comes back. What'd you say? Well, I said, that's the going for the jugular when you say Uncle Tom. I said, hey, Uncle Tom, check it out, man. <laughs> you know, I'm a type of person, because I guess he has a, he does snorkeling, you know, like ventures and stuff, and, you know, and he said, I've been around the world eight times. I said, that's it? Only eight? <laughs> Just eight? Hmm. I said eight, and then he's talking about I couldn't, I can't swim. I said, been swimming, dog. Swam when I was little. My father was a swimmer. First of all, and then, you know, he has pictures of Jacques Cousteau on his on his thing. I go, I, I talk about Jacques Cousteau. I go, I don't know how high your level of college is or whatever, but I'm actually a supporter of black people who do different things. That's what I, I so I said, but fuck you, and and I don't need you to, to be on my live anymore. Just get the, you know, sometimes I argue with some cats, you know, but don't tell me how to use my motherfucking platform. In other words, it's amazing how they literally are testing. Why don't you do your own snorkel platform? Why don't you do a <laughs> snorkel? Do a, do a snorkel. Don't you do go underwater and do a live underwater, fuck face. You know, go do that. Go do that shit. Do, go make your own live. It's amazing. Go ahead. What are you saying? I don't like country music, right? I don't listen to country music. Right. But I don't go to Garth Brooks's page and be like, this shit is trash. You know, like, <laughs> I don't ever feel compelled to go harass country music singers because I don't like country music. Right. I don't ever do that. Don't so I don't why people come to our platforms to say, I don't like what you're doing. Go! Because because Ada, well, I, I, I fuck with country music because my mother loved it, and I like it. I, I like it. it. I'm a Johnny Cash fan and all, but I know you're you're totally right. But my thing is, everybody has something to say to comedians. That's what I noticed. Everybody's an expert on what comedians should say. Everybody, because the thing is, and this is where I think it comes from. Everybody has a sense of humor. No matter who you are, you innately, you make somebody laugh. That's the right. unfortunate thing about comedy is comedy is innate in everyone. Some kind of, not, not being a comedian, but just being funny and laughing with friends. And so they feel, well, I'm, 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 I make people laugh, you know, in my, at the, at the water cooler or at the barbecue. And well, these people that are professional at it, I think mm -hmm. I have something to say because I've had situations where, I've made people laugh, so that means we must be equal. So let me, because not everybody has a sense of, nobody's innately born with country music skills. Not everybody is innately born with ballet skills. That's why people don't heckle at ballet recitals. People don't heckle at opera. People don't heckle at MMA fights. You know, not really, because not everybody is born a great fighter, but everybody has a sense of humor. 
I don't care who you are. So mm-hmm. I think that's where everybody thinks they go to, and, and I love when they go, yeah, stick to comedy. I go, right, I'm sticking to comedy. I'm making fun of shit. That, right. So why are you being redundant? Stick to comedy. Well, thank you. I've done it for 20 something years. Yeah, that, that's that. Yeah, I took that advice a long time ago. Stick to comedy. This is what they say. Or they say, you fucking clown, stick to comedy. I go, you know what's funny? Clowns actually have to go to school to train to be a clown. It's really difficult. You know what I mean? So everybody has, when it comes to comedy, it's either, it's a it's a thin line, it's a really fine line. It's like they love it or they they they, they, they got to get super a- extra angry at you. Like, oh, no. So, I met so the Kardashians and they were like, they, they sitting at home with all their money. I don't think, and I was like, so, so, so I still, and I'll say the joke again. I was like, Chris uh, Jenner made vagina so lucrative. She made Bruce Jenner want to go get one. There, I said it again. That's so funny because I have a joke about, I said, I said something about the Kardashian coochie fucked a lot of people up. I said, yeah. man, Lamar Oden on crack. It got Kanye West thinking crazy. And then I say, Bruce Jenner, I said, the pussy's so fucked up that Bruce said, I'm going to get me one of those. That's, it's so funny how we have the same stream of thought, but different but jokes. came to me and they were like that, that I was transphobic. Oh. And I said, you know, I'm not transphobic. I'm actually speaking out against somebody who's exploited trans people. Thank because, you. Because Bruce Jenner was pro-Trump. And then, and just, you know how many uh, transgender people have killed themselves and have struggled with the reality that they don't have the privilege that Caitlyn Jenner has or the right. money? You know That's what right. I mean? I was just like, right. what? I make fun of my own mother. Are you kidding me? You know what's funny is uh, I was watching, I remember when Caitlyn Jenner, you remember they gave him like a season of his own show? It was like a season. And I watched the season. I was on the road. So I was like, oh, let me see what this is about. Because, you know, you need that material. So I was like, let me watch this shit. So it was a good one, though. I caught a good one where he's at that a, a little. Hey. What? She. Ah, he's Brucey to me, man. He's a Brucey. He's Brucey. He's a, you know what? He's actually a white man to me. Because, you know, you're a Trump supporter. I'm going to see you as a white man now. So now. Okay. Um. I saw it was the episode where he's in in a in like a, a conference room that he's having a little it was like a little uh, group talk a therapy session, and the black uh, there was a black transgender that was giving him the business. He was like, "I'm a black transgender. I've been a transgender since the '80s. You just became one, and yet you're on everybody's magazine cover. You're doing this. You got all this money." And people are praising you, but I was I got beat up. I've been beat up. I've been discriminated against. And there's the racism in our community. No one's addressing the racism in the LGBTQ because it's all about white. It's all about white privilege, no matter what the sexual preference. I mean, he broke. And then, you know, Caitlin's like, I'm not taking advantage. You know, this bullshit. But that black transgender literally gave him the business. And he was quiet as fuck. And it was the truth. And no one speaks up about that one. Transphobic? You mean you are, you are trans? That means when they say that, that means they are afraid of jokes about trans about trans people. You understand? And my thing is, you could do a joke about that community if you do it in a tasteful manner, because they're people. 
They want to be included. Everybody wants to be included in the comedy shows. Mm-hmm. And when you do comedy shows, like I, yeah. I did a joke about blind people on the day that uh so eight eight blind people climbed Mount Rushmore. No, right. Mount Everest. Okay. And I out there, what do they do when they get to the top? Right? Like I was like, do they inhale? Do they listen for the sounds? Yeah. Because there was a blind person in the audience. And after the show, the blind man came up to me and said, thank you for including me in the show. So see. Because I really, I wanted to be a part of it. You made fun of everybody. And I would have, I would have felt some kind of way if you didn't make fun of me. You know what I mean? And my thing is like, how do they know they're at the top? I know. <laughs> That's my thing. The motherfucker can be lazy and go, oh, man, we made it, guys. Woo. <laughs> Are you right where the right where the, the little carts are? <laughs> Yo, you hey, is that your you still do that joke? Yes. Please, do you do you have that part? Because you can have that. Please. Oh, no, that was great. Can you have that? You take that because that's your joke. And how do they please? Because that'll be a good tag. He's like, and how do they know they're at the top? <laughs> that's how you work out jokes. That's you, you can murder that shit. Please take that. Please take that. <laughs> <laughs> and there's a blind person going, man, we man, we got here kind of quick. I know you guys, whew, we here. All are excellent. <laughs> blind excellence. <laughs> and they don't need foot, they don't need proof of footage. <laughs> <laughs> this is a great joke. And you know what's funny is that yeah. um, it's always people who don't belong to the group. Right, it's always people yeah. who don't belong to the group yeah. that are checking. Yeah, um, one of the comments that I saw here that I want to address is that yeah. somebody said, "Imagine if they made fun of a white person for marrying a black person." And I was, I just want to say, see the '40s, the '50s, the '60s. Watch the movie The Lovings. Yeah. Like they have made fun of plenty of white people for marrying black people. Wait a minute. What if they made wait? I, I'm I'm trying to see what kind of sense that makes. As if, if they, because you were making fun of Cornell and Henry. Yeah. White wives. But they did you they, do that because wait, black? Wait, 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 wait. But did they understand? See, this is what I mean. Ask questions with fucking intelligence. What if they made fun when Cornell West? is speaking about black folks and black problems and then his wife is white that's hilarious yeah they you well, fuck, stay in context people cornell west goes black people need to brother we got to start to and they go and then it's always like hey, cornell where are you stop talking <laughs> so loud hold on girl shut up um like and, I was saying, corny, where are you, corny? Corn, where are you? Are you talking that black stuff again? Remember in um, I'm Gonna Get You Sucker? Was it I'm Gonna Get You Sucker? That's where they were doing the black, the dude was a black power guy, and then he had the white woman come with the white kid. Yeah, that, that that's that's always been a punchline. It's just it's 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 living in a paradox. What we're describing is a paradox. The thing about comedy is we talk about opposites, we talk about you know, we exaggerate. There's exaggeration, right? Yeah. There's folly. There's also paradox. That's the opposites that work. That's where the joke comes in. Mm-hmm. You have to understand and understand that we are coming from a comedic perspective. You can't come from some fucking, you, you're a civilian. And if you're not in our world, then your, so, your question sounds stupid as shit. Oh, yeah. why, what if they make fun of black, um, white men dating? 
I make fun of that shit. And not, not enough, first of all, not enough people make, see, I make fun of when white men go like this. Listen, let me tell you something. I understand Asians because my wife's Asian. What? <laughs> people will say shit like this. I understand. No, I understand my, um, my wife's uh, Chinese, so I understand the, uh, the plight. No, you're just fucking her, bro. That doesn't have anything to do. You know what I mean? A lot of times people take their fetishes as knowledge of, of suffering. And I'm not saying, and remember, I'm not saying, let me go. I'm not saying everybody <laughs> has a fetish, but I'm just saying that most people have a fucking fetish. And don't give me that love transcends color shit, because I think that a small percentage of people that get with each other from different races actually like give up, like love each other. I believe that. Because there's people you can connect with from different races, which are you can be it can, that can be your soulmate. But from the from the history of the way, especially people like us have been treated, please stop with that bullshit. Because anybody can cross the line to get some pussy. Anybody, you know how many white men? You know how many white men? You know how many white men call black dudes niggas and still fuck black girls at the same time? Yeah, you know, there was, you know, he only posted a video of a white woman that was criticizing this young 14-year-old black girl dropping the N-word on her and at the same time hitting on her. So it was a, a grown-ass woman, white, yeah. calling a young 14-year-old girl a black girl and at the same time telling her, come sit on me and let me grab your titties. Right, right, right. I remember, come sit on me, bitch, and grab... Because sexuality... Sometimes when you sexualize people, it's also a way of denigrating them, right. you know, because some of these cops, you know, I'm not saying all of them, but I know some girls that were that were felt on and sexually when cops arrested them, they're feeling on their asses and their tits and all that shit. And they're going like fucking nigger. And then they're touching their titties and all this other shit. Yeah. And it, you know what I mean? And a lot of people do that kind of shit. So and, and nobody addresses People think because you holding hands and fucking each other that you're solving the race issue. I guarantee you. Yeah. I guarantee you, if that was the way to solve racism, <laughs> you know how many you know how many you know how you know how many brothers that fuck white women would have solved racism by now. Oh my god! <laughs> if, mom, if brothers can't fuck the racism out of a white woman, you know that shit is bullshit. <laughs> and niggas be niggas be putting in work so. So, I, and not to use that word, um, you know, in, in um, you know, irresponsibly, but I'm doing it for the funny part. But mm -hmm. if brothers is, you know, you've seen porn, brothers be putting it down, and that and racism is still here. So obviously that doesn't work. You can't because it, because, it, because it's about the mentality and about being educated about shit and treating people like human beings, just because. You and I've seen like interracial couples. This is where I know it's bullshit because just by the way people act when they walk down the street, I've seen black girls give their white boyfriends an extra kiss when they're walking past me. I go, Miss, what are you, what are you doing? That's great. You have a white, but what are you doing? That's your own insecurity. You have a problem. Maybe you have. You're angry at your father. Maybe you're angry at black men, and so you're just like, uh, I'm. Yeah, just my. Okay, that's cool. What, do you really love him for that? Or do you love him because you're trying to prove something? You should be able to walk with this person without having to do extra shit because you see us around. Because yes, you, you're thinking, 
you're thinking, oh, well, they're going to probably say, why is he with that white boy? I'm like, we were actually we're thinking about you, but you're so caught up in your own inferiority complexes. You know, if I'm walking around with a white woman, right, if I'm, let's say I'm walking around, I, sh- I shouldn't be, I'm not going to fucking act funny or extra hugger and extra liquor in front of black women. That's fucking, <laughs> that's what they do, though. Extra licking a white girl. Yeah, you'd be like this. Yeah, He's- you know, yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> Yo, she's like, oh, stop it. No, no, you don't. Just, I just want to be affectionate with you. Yeah, I would be insulted if I was her. I would be like, yo, what are you doing? What are you and, doing? And vice versa. If she started extra hugging me because some black girls come around and go, yo, you don't need to do that. Yeah. I'm right here. And a lot of people do that. And a lot of people do not want to talk about it. And I talk about it. And you know what? Whenever I do it, inter- I notice this. Whenever I do an interracial joke and I talk about the opposite side, not the, oh, love, fuck that. I go the other way. Everyone, it's it's like, it's like, a, 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 it's a slow laugh. <laughs> and they get mad. They're mad. But I go, I'm, I'm, I'm going to talk about it because we act like that doesn't happen. You know, and they want you to shut up about it. Well, my girlfriend's black. Well, my girlfriend's Latin. My girl, shut the fuck up. Yeah. You know what I mean? That doesn't mean anything because half the time they don't see you as an equal anyway. Because when when shit like this COVID, shit like uh, Trump, shit like all this pops up, now they're mad at you because a lot of people are struggling in their relationships because their white boyfriend is like, oh, what, oh, what is, oh, what's wrong with Trump? Now the real shit happens. And I'm not saying all of them are like that, but a lot of people I know that are with them, they're like, man, he's acting. You mean he's acting? He's always been that dude. He is. Everybody's, listen, listen, even in a, a rate, even in a relationship, let's just say same race relationship, even that, everybody's going to be phony to get the ass. Everybody puts on an act to get some booty. That's just a normal thing in general, let alone, let alone. You in a different race? A lot of people have agendas. A lot of Asian women will be with white men because they, they're told that it's better to be with one. That's yep. what they're told. And my friends that I know that love Asian women, they are unapologetic going, I love Asian girls because they don't talk back to me. They're very subservient. I'm, ta- I'm not talking about every Asian girl. I'm talking about some. I don't know every Asian girl. First of That's all, right. it'd be impossible. There's a billion of them motherfuckers. So I... <laughs> <laughs> I'm having a conversation with you because even when it gets heavy, you got you manage to always bring some humor into it. And that is what makes you a comedian. That's why you're a comedian. The thing about comedy, man, and you know what I'm talking about. You watch George Carlin, you watch the best of the best. Joan Rivers, Don Rickles, Lenny Bruce, you watch the, the, the Bernie Mac. You have to build tense tension first. You build tension, and then there's yep. release. You build then tension, you then there's release. You build tension, then there's release. That's comedy, man. And my thing is the best, the, the, the most precious rock on the planet takes the most pressure to make, and that's a diamond. If you that's took right. geology, if you took geology, pressure, pressure, pressure gives you a diamond. So that's what I'm saying. It's the truth. There are billion, billions of Chinese, Asians. I, can't, I don't know every Asian girl. I'm sure there's an Asian girl that don't take no shit from nobody. But, <laughs> but, 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 but culturally, culturally, 
a lot of Asian cultures are not about talking back to the man. They're very, it's very internal. You know, it's very, it's internal. I ask my Korean friends if it's true. I ask my Chinese friends. I ask my Vietnamese friends if it's true. I ask my Japanese friends if it's true. I ask my Laotian friends. But it's the truth to a point. So my friends literally say, yeah, I like Asian girls because they don't talk back to you. You know, they don't, you know, it's cool. You know, they, they say yes to everything. Yeah, it's true. Unapologetically. It's, it's so funny that people... You can tell the people who date people like that and feel like it is a step towards upward mobility. Like they, and you can tell those people, right? And that that's so sad because it speaks volumes about how they feel about themselves. And and you can see in my building in New York, it's nothing but white dudes with Asian girls. And they so happy to be with them. And they walk behind them. The dude will be walking in front of them. They be walking behind them, like leaving them. I'd be like, and I watch this shit. And they're just so happy. And a lot of times they get the ones that aren't American. Yeah. That aren't like they get the Asian ones from not the Asian American girls. You know, in the Bay Area, in the Bay Area, you know, it's like 60% Asian. You know, a lot of Asians. When I do San Francisco, I talk about I I bring that up. Every time I get on stage, I go, All right, San Francisco, white man's heaven, all these Asian girls, what? Yeah. And I got a group of Asian women that clap when I say that because they go, yeah, man, a lot of them, a lot of them sexualize us. A lot of them see us as subservient. They look, treat us as objects for their own like superiority fucking complexes. And I, and they, and I, I'm like, and, and like I said, they do it to black men. Enough, what? They do it to black men too. A lot of fucking most of, yeah, black men, it's like, I want to be cool. I heard about this about them. And then with black and Latin women, when I was playing football, the white dudes in the locker room, they would say, man, I got this Latin girl. Oh, I like it. They're wild. They would say the crazy shit about Latin girls and black women. Shit was so fucking wild. They go, you know what I mean? Yeah, it was just a fetish. It was a fetish. But at the same time, they're calling black men niggas and um, Spanish men spicks. Yep. And they're calling Indian men sand niggas and the whole nine. You see, yeah. you see what I'm saying? And because they, they're racist, and it, it's compartmentalized racism. But not somebody said it. But nonetheless, racism still. Somebody said, "How do we fix people that don't know how to laugh?" Uh, don't let them come to shows. <laughs> Give your ticket to someone else. I'm Stay your ass at home. Your ass at the crib. Don't fucking come out. Yeah. But you know what? You know what you do as a person that supposedly doesn't know how to laugh. Maybe you have a, maybe you had a lobotomy or some shit. But what you do is you go to comedy shows. Just keep going to comedy shows and find who makes you laugh. Maybe there's certain people that I don't fuck with that. You pick, you choose, and you know what's great about the internet? You actually can watch people shit before you go see them, dumbasses. Yeah. I mean, you can just watch and go, who's this person? Oh, I'm not gonna go see that. They're too edgy or they're too click. But if you are a comedy fan, just go watch people. Not every first of all, nobody should be sounding the same. Everybody should have their own perspective. If a one comedian is talking about fucking a goat, let them fuck a goat. Not everybody's let talking about goat. <laughs> let, let, let people fuck a goat. Why do you want what why not hear that joke? That's a different joke. This person's talking about balloons, this person's talking about. Karate, like, 
what do you want everybody to be the same? That's why some audiences be annoying me because they go, well, I didn't like that he talked about, but he, it's his, his or her perspective. That's why we're comedians. Yeah. Can we keep it real? Like when you and me talk about political stuff or social stuff, it's a problem. But when George Carlin did it, he was revered as being one of the best comedians of all time. But people will right. say to me, stick to jokes. Why are you talking about politics and social issues? And then you'll go to their stuff because I'm crazy. So I'll go stalk right. you to see what, what you eat for dinner, where you at so I can hit you with a bag of nickels upside your head if I see you, right? And um, they love George Carlin. He was the best to ever do it. But when people of color do it, they're like, it's like, shut up and dance. Right, and, right, right. Well, at least Carlin respected Pryor. So I think Pryor, Carlin, Pryor influenced Carlin a lot too. Because Carlin started off clean. Carlin yeah. started off doing weatherman shit and goofy shit. And then I think he saw Pryor and those can going, ooh, I can be, I'm actually, that's me. So yeah, you're right. When Carl, and I've had people go, oh, you, you, you know, you fucking hate white people. I go, are you that dumb? Did yeah. I say I hated white people? Right. You're mad. You're mad because I'm trying to keep it real, try to be funny. But white dudes can get edgy and say whatever the fuck they want, you know. So, but that, but that lets you know the hatred of of brown people, yep. of melanated folks. They just they they don't see when they don't see you as a human being. They don't see you as an intelligent person. You know what I mean? They just see you as this, like you said, this. Hey, dance for me, fuck me, and and play sports for me. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's why when Colin Kaepernick or some athlete actually speaks up and is eloquent about the, you know, hey man, I think that da 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 da. Oh, you fuck it, you know, because they don't see you as a human being. That's when, when you don't see somebody as a full human being, you're going to react accordingly. Oh, shut up. What the fuck? Stick with your comedy, you fucking cl That's just like, it's just, you know what I mean? They just get cognitive dissonance and just fucking talk crazy to you because you're not, you're not human. You're just an animal. Just, just do that thing you do. Why yep. are you trying to, why are you trying to humanize yourself? Yep. You know what I mean? But either way, I still talk that shit and fuck them. I still talk that shit and you ain't gonna do a goddamn thing to me. So I'm gonna, <laughs> and plus more than likely, the thing about comedy too, no, we're not gonna be liked by everybody. That's just, right. it ain't gonna happen. So right. the beautiful thing is that we, as you, when, as you stay in this shit for as long as you can, you carve out your niche. You carve out your people. George Lopez has his people. He knows, you know, Cat William has his people. Mike Epps has his people. You know, uh, Samore has her people. We have our people. Tiffany has her. We all have our people. Fuck. That's all we want. That's all we need is a couple million motherfuckers that fuck with us. We don't need the whole planet. No. I want all the Asians, though. Since you said it's what? a billion. I want all oh, the I Asians. Would, that would be dope. <laughs> Yo, did this, can you hear me? Can you hear me? I can you hear me? Yeah. Okay, because I thought I think my your mic went down because somebody tried to call me. And I should have put this in. Hold on. Hold on. Did you just freeze? Can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you. Okay, good. Yeah, so. So that's that's um, you know what I mean. So it's 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 uh, 
we're, we're, we're artists. And uh, in a way, I like it when I'm not liked. I think it's fascinating when someone says, I don't like you. I go, okay. But, but they have to tell you. Why are you got to tell me you don't like me? Why don't you just leave? But people need you to know because they need attention. I don't like your, just don't come. Yeah. Just don't show up. Don't come on my lives. Don't come on none of my shit. Just yeah. don't fuck with me. But but people are so miserable and want attention and narcissism, is it plagues us. They go, I have to tell him I don't like his joke. I, hey, excuse me. Yeah. Your I don't, I don't care. Yeah. The majority of people were laughing. That's all I need is majority. That's the key to comedy. It has to look like everybody's laughing. When I did a show at uh, Flappers uh, a couple of years ago, after uh -huh. my this woman who worked for UCLA came up to me with her partner and she said, hey, I, I thought you were great, but I, I got issues with your jokes about lesbians. And she said, um, she was bending over on the table where I was selling my merch, writing something down. I didn't know what it was. And then she said, if you, if, you know, I would love it if you gave me a call and maybe I could help you write those jokes around uh, the lesbian. And, and the people around me could see in my face that I was about to flip the table over. They were just, they knew that I was, I was like, this bitch got me so fucked up. Like straight up, she don't know where I'm from. But I was just like, the audacity, the audacity to say, like, would you, would, did you want to talk to Katy Perry and, and talk about I kissed the girl? And I, like, how dare you feel that you could possibly come up to me and say, you want to school me on how to tell jokes? As a white woman, I'm sitting here. I said, D did you hear the comedians tonight? They were talking about how Latin chicks get pregnant from seven several guys, how we all have knives. I sat and listened to this the whole night and you took issue with me making it one joke about lesbians and about everybody, but that was the, the reality. She really thought she could do that to me. But this is what I'm saying. The basic thing is stay in your place, minority. Yep. Stay in your place. We get to talk about whack stereotypes. Ooh, Latinos have knives. What are we in the seventies? I'm like, are we in the seventies? Chico and the man, get the fuck out of here. Man, watch out. They'll cut you. <laughs> what? Like, who's who's laughing at that shit? That's First right. of all, the setup is whack. It's corny ass joke. Hey, watch out. <laughs> Those blacks will take your wallet. Yeah. Huh? Like, you need to update your racism, partner. Put push refresh on that button, dude. What the fuck? If you're going to do racial shit, be dope with it. Like, at least be like, yo, that's fucking funny. Like, clever. Right, right, right. But you're going to talk about some corny ass 70s shit. Like, really? You know what I mean? So it's like, hey, black people don't graduate college. No, not. You can't say that joke when black women are have the highest degrees in America. <laughs> you can't say that. Be relevant with your shit. You can't say that. It's like, wow, I tell you, all those blacks, they're. They can barely read. Nah, most white students have lower scores than any of the um, immigrants. All the Asians and the Nigerians—they're killing the academic game. So you have to be relevant. I—I I don't yeah. mind racial shit, but be relevant with your shit. Update your shit, yeah. Yeah, because the problem is, is that black folks—we've kind of updated our shit 
by being academically better, reading better, we got more educated people, you know. So when you say that corny ass shit, you're not, you're, you're, you're so angry that we have a little bit of improvement that you want to stay in the past with your bullshit. You know yeah. what I mean? And, you know, so, and then for her to say that, I remember doing a joke. I told you, <laughs> somebody, the what did I say to her? I said, if you don't get the fuck out of my face in the next 10 seconds, you about to see what you think about me. And she left. I, it yeah, was they, unbelievable. I want to give you a joke about lesbians. Like, first of all, I don't treat... I'm not treating the gay community like they're not human beings. You're a human being. I should be able to joke about any community as long as I do it with taste and I'm not coming from a bad place. You know? Right. Now you want to play special interest group. You've been wanting to be included. Then when you come to a comedy show, now you're back to being a special group. Yep. We should be able to laugh yeah. at each other. That's like, what that, that's what inclusion is. Even yeah, but 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 they but inclusion is when they say wait wait not the jokes though what yeah what are you talking about yeah what are you talking about we, we not the jokes though like it's it's but the comedy is that thing they're trying to find ways to police comedy now you know they're trying to because comedy is like the last bastion of free speech the last bastion of telling the truth in a in a funny way and they're trying to come in and police that and a lot of times the way they police it is by giving people who don't rock the boat specials and stuff. <laughs> Let's be real, because a lot of these specials are like, what the fuck is going on here? Right. But, so they go, we're going to give them specials because they have nothing to say. How about that? So what they do is they dress up a lot of these specials with colors and explosions and no funny. Yep, songs. They, they, they have a real shiny stage. They have a shiny stage. They have great lights. Woo, what's up? Yeah. No funny. Hello. No funny. <laughs> no funny. I'll do I'll do a special in a fucking alley. I'll do a special in an alley and rip that bitch. But they want to have a big stage and what's up, guys? Nothing. Yeah. I'm, I'm with that. I'm because I think that at the end of the day, the comedy is about the comedy. Nothing, it's not about anything else, right? So people people have been set, they been going crazy over here. They want to see you do Donald Trump, Steve Harvey. Oh. Somebody Donald in Trump. here wants to have sex with you. Tasha, was it Tia Hunter? Yeah, she was like, you could do all the licking on her you want to do. Um, yeah, but you never know what you're going to get, though. So I hope they look all right. You silly. Oh, and they said Terry Cruz, too. You do a good Terry Cruz. I Terry never saw Kimo, you. My Terry, can you can you hear me? Yeah. Terry Cruz, because because Terry does this. Listen, I'm saying we need to come together. We need to find a way that we as people, I mean, I don't care if you're a frog or you're an animal or you're a bird, <laughs> all of us need to be able to exist in the same place. Because me and my wife, we go through hell all the time because I'm successful. What? Terry Crews is, <laughs> and, and, and every time he does it, every time he does an interview, people are like, Terry, that's not what we're talking, Don Lemon, Terry, 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 what are you, scared Terry, of the remember, Terry, what are you talking about? No, I'm saying 
then listen, <laughs> this is a big problem. And we have to find a way before this thing really goes overboard. What the fuck are you talking about, Terry? Remember uh, Ace Ventura when he was like, the iguana has landed. <laughs> what, what about what, somebody, what you say? They say, I hate Godfrey. Um, but they said it with the laughing faces. What about oh, okay. Steve Harvey? I can't see anything. You said you did Steve Harvey and that it went viral. And it was, and Steve Harvey posted it. He was like, what did he say? He was like, damn you, Godfrey. Yeah, he was like, he's like, that was funny, but I'm gonna beat your ass. I'm gonna smack your ass when I see you. I was like, yeah, yeah, okay, man. I don't know why or where your ass, but when I find your ass, your ass dead. Steve <laughs> <laughs> Harvey is the one person that left, became super successful, rich, and still sounds like he on a stoop in Alabama. Yeah, he'd be like, I don't know what you done did, but your ass done did it not right. So my ass done did what? I don't know why your ass done messed everything up. So done did it, done did it, done done. What? You watch, do you watch uh, Family Feud? So Steve Harvey is the complete opposite of Richard Dawson. Remember Richard Dawson? Oh, Richard used to lick everybody, kiss every girl. He was kissing them all like, meh, 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 He made it in the COVID days. Hell no. Richard was murdering these girls. With a mask, he'd have kissed them. <laughs> and Steve Harvey be clowning them, though. Steve yeah, Harvey... Richard, yeah. Steve, as soon as Steve gets like someone says something wrong, he'd be like, <laughs> What? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Watch your ass. <laughs> do it, do it. Like, and he'll go to the audience. He, I bet you it takes three hours to, to film one episode because Steve got to be like, Oh, hell no. What's your ass say? I know he takes forever. He does take a long Yo, time. And he walks to the audience and going, what what the hell? I know. <laughs> if you had any low self-esteem before you went on um on Family Feud, he would diminish it. Like he would you would be like, I shouldn't have said that. Like, and it's really hard. hilarious. I mean, I give him so much credit because he made it so fun. Like I love watching Family Feud because he he took it and made it his own. Like Richard Dawson, I thought Dawson Dawson was dope, you know, and 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 it, those were the two best ones. There've been there've been other ones in between, but nah, Steve and Richard, like Steve took that shit and knocked it out the park, you know what I mean? But yeah. Steve will say some crazy shit too, be trying to give people advice because he got all the shows in the world. Yeah, he be trying to say <laughs> what? He gets the shows confused. He thinks he's on. <laughs> He thinks he's on uh, the kids. The what's what's the show? Kids got talent, and the he's talent. On. Yeah, yeah. He be he be he act, he acts the same way. He does the church stuff. He was hosting like seven, eight, six, or seven shows. I would not send my child on a show with Steve Harvey. So Hell he, no. So he could clown them. He was like, "What are you doing?" <laughs> yeah, yeah. And then you remember when he had the Steve Harvey show, the other talk show? Yeah. 
And they were had a section called Ask Steve. Yes, I remember. And they could be like, Steve, my husband, he won't get, he's like, <laughs> you better get a divorce. <laughs> your ass need a divorce. You don't like your ass. <laughs> You're like, whoa. He's like, he don't like your ass. I don't know what your ass done did, <laughs> but I'd have left his ass. <laughs> what? They let him write a whole book to guide women right after his divorce. <laughs> I think I think Steve Harvey should write a book where he's just his face on there like this. <laughs> just his bottom lip. Just, <laughs> and he'll say, what your ass say? What your ass say, yo? Chapter one. <laughs> you done did it. Done did it. You been doing Donald Trump? What? You been doing Donald Trump? I've never seen you do Donald Trump before. What do you mean? No. No. <laughs> you did Donald Trump? Yeah. I did. I was mean, like this. You people are great. Who cares? I don't give a damn. Who cares? Yeah. I, you know, I, mean, I thought you saw me do that. I never saw you do Donald Trump. When he, I, when hate, he, when he, so much. I hate listening to him because I feel like Right. I think Donald Trump says they're dumb. Let's really, really, let's really take advantage of them. Like, I think he's insulting his base so much. Like, he's like, we'll tell them to drink bleach. They will yeah. drink bleach. They drink bleach. It's fine. It's great. It's a great thing. Maybe some bleach. Put some Lysol sprayed in your mouth. That's great. Yo, who is your favorite person to do? What's your favorite impression? I like... I like them all kind of because they're all so different. I think I just like all of them. You know, I, mm -hmm. I like them. There's a there's a thing about all of them being, I mean, you know, Cosme used to be one of my favorites. You know, you see people, I used to love doing that. I used to, um, um, wait, there's different people I could do. I just, you know, I like them all in a way because the fact that you could do them. It, Atheon going online and y'all do y'all y'all yeah me and Atheon just started creating this dynamic and, and you know I didn't really I knew Atheon of Atheon but this is the first time we really connected during this COVID so mm -hmm. and then so Atheon was known for impersonating people um mm -hmm. Jay Farrell they've all been on TV shows I haven't like to do that stuff so and Aries Spears so I was you, never able to hold on hold on Maya Angelou that's Atheon does Maya Angelou. It's crazy. Oh, okay. it. I, oh, yeah. I do James Baldwin and he does Maya Angelou. Wow. I can't. Oh, I'm going to have to see these because I know Atheon and I are very close. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. You got to see. And I do. Um, now I got Harry Belafonte. So, you know. So when, when do y'all go online and do these? What'd you say? When do you do it? Do you, do you guys? Have it, it varies. Sometimes it varies. It depends on what he's doing, what I'm doing. Depends on how we're feeling. And a lot of times it's very like off the cuff. Like he'll come on, hey, what up? Oh, let's do some shit. And then you know, you he'll do, do some. His mind. What? Whoopi Goldberg. Oh yeah, my Whoopi Goldberg. I I'm I'm gonna tell you. I don't know why people decide to come on my show telling me what to do. I I don't want to hear it. Yeah. <laughs> you sound like her. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Whoopi don't give a damn no more. Whoopi be it's it's called Whoopi's view. It's Whoopi's view. Yes. Because yes. they'd be like, well, I police the political. He goes, 
Your your view makes no sense. It don't make any sense to me. <laughs> I don't even want to hear what you have to say. So we're gonna go to commercial, and you're gonna get get off my show. Period. She, she got with Megan one time where she made them go to a break because Megan was having a meltdown, and she was like, "Uh, uh-uh. yeah." She's like, yeah. and Megan was like, "I'm done talking," and she was like, "Yeah, you are." And we're going to a break, and when we come yeah. back, it's I'm- it's Whoopi's view. It's Whoopi's view. It should be called the Whoopi Goldberg Show. It kind of is. She holds that shit down like nobody's busy. And her view count. Her view is always right. Yours isn't. So that somebody just said you're going to be in Kansas City this weekend. Have you been on the road? No, this will be my first time on the road starting tomorrow. Just for two days, man. In and out. Two days. And we condense the shows. It's two, um, two shows tomorrow. And Saturday three, you know, I hate the three show thing, but to just to get the fuck out of there. Where? At what? What club? Kansas City Improv, guys. Kansas City Improv. I don't know if there are people from Kansas City, but if you're ever at, if you're in Kansas City, Missouri, tomorrow and Saturday, Kansas City Improv. Just go online, and you know when people say, "Where do I get the tickets?" KansasCityImprov.com. <laughs> So let me ask you this. What's going to be your, what are you going to do when you travel tomorrow? Did you think about it in advance? What's going to be your protocol at the airport? I I don't have a hazmat suit, so that's out. They have them Um, on Amazon. You bought one? No, I didn't buy one. My friend had one. She has a pink one and it's very cute. Shit. I'm going to... What I'm going to do is have my mask and I'm just going to follow procedures. All you can do is like, okay, what do I need to do? Okay. But I'm just going to follow procedures, have my wipes with me, put a can of Lysol in my suitcase, the, the actual check-in. You know what I mean? Cause I don't know. TSA should let you bring a can of Lysol with you. Like they shouldn't throw that out. It's like, motherfucker, you know, I have this, right? you know, so I'm going to have it in my bag, you know? And uh, yeah, I'm just going to try my best to, not be around people. It's not hard in an airport. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna stay There's away not from a lot of people at the airport. They said right. My- that's a good thing. Well, yeah. that's good. And on the plane, that's gonna be weird with the mask. Shit, we're breathing the same air. So I'm gonna just do the best I can. I'm gonna do everything I possibly can to not. And then after the shows, I ain't meeting up with anybody. No meet and greets. Hell no. And then you, you, the hotel, you checked it all out and made sure that everything was. Yeah, I'm going to make sure everything is, I'm spraying shit down, you know, I'm going to do all that. So and then that's you, all I can, you know. So do they do. have to social distance in the audience? Do they have to sit them apart? I have, you know, I've never, I haven't been on a ride. I don't know. It'll be my first time since March. I don't know. Will you go live from there and tell us so we can see? Yeah, I'll go live. I'll try to go live and do that and go, whoa, look at this bullshit. <laughs> So that's the first. How many weekends do you have on the schedule? I, I was supposed to do Orlando. And they canceled that because Florida is acting goddamn fool. Um, I, Orlando got canceled the 23rd through the 26th. Mm-hmm. But then I got Buffalo, New York, July 30th to August 1st. I have helium in Buffalo, New York. So we'll see what happens with that. Uh, we'll see. You know, it's I, I take everything week to week. Sometimes they they change the date. They go, nah, they're gonna. It's they're closing it back up again. You know, 
So it depends on what lies Dr. Fauci wants to tell us. What'd you say? <laughs> lying, I, motherfucker. I, be lying his ass off. Telling the truth. Who is telling the truth right now? Oh, uh, the motherfuckers that are not on TV that have koofies on their head. You can't believe what they said. They're trying to exterminate you. Those motherfuckers. But let me tell you, you know how I knew coronavirus was real, real? When I saw Farrakhan speaking with a mask on. Yeah, and the thing is, it, it is real. Oh, I know, I know. But it's man-made. I have relatives, yes. But it's man-made. They man-made and they spread it because this is nothing new. They've always spread diseases to get rid of populations. Native Americans got it, Tuskegee Experiment. They've always done that, diseases. They've used it, bioweapons. It's always been around since the early 1900s. They've always used that shit. They didn't just, hey, man, someone ate a bat. Fuck out of here. Exactly. As if people haven't been eating bats forever. They eat bats in Florida. That it's a delicacy in Florida. Yeah. Like fruit bats. So when people say that they, they they were eating a bat, like just like when they put swine flu on Mexicans, remember? Because it's always Yeah, a- but they always put it on minorities. There's yeah. no white people. Are there any white diseases? Have you noticed? None. Yeah. Ebola. Just ra- racism. And that's yeah. the one they have an actual cure for. Anyway, so people ask, um, why are we do we have anything to say about Nick Cannon and somebody? I guess they thought we were scared to talk about Nick Cannon. I was in the doctor yesterday. I didn't see everything that happened. I saw an apology today. Who, who said we were scared? Who said we were scared? people think probably we're not allowed to talk about it? Um, and well, so Nick, Nick, it's too much to keep. I mean, it's like we've talked about so much, so it's like it's. I don't think uh, I'm, not, I'm not scared to talk about anything. Anybody, everybody knows that. I want to know. Um, so, so he said, "What did he say?" He said that white people were inferior. When we're inherent. We're inherent. They come from the Caucasus Mountains, so they're inherently sort of savages. They 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 control and conquer things. That's why melanated people we are full humans because we have compassion. The whole nine. You know what okay. I mean? He was talking to Professor Griff from the Public Enemy. Talking about he was talking to, yeah, he's talking to, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, and okay, <laughs> so I, I was at the doctor yesterday, so and I was there for hours, so I, I'm I missed I missed the whole thing. So he apologized to white people, or why was he apologizing to Jewish people if he was? I think he said something that they felt was anti Semitic, okay. But but then he said that, you know, the Semites, some being Semitic doesn't mean you're from like Poland or Russia. You're not from there. Semitic means you're sub-Saharan African. So he's saying that, the black, that black people were are the original Jewish people. And all the Israelites and all that are black first. You know what I mean? But is that anti-Semitic? Uh, and... I didn't, because I think they were mad the fact that he said that, so they said it was anti-Semitic. I was like, what? Uh, so this is my question, and I've I've asked this to. I went to Israel. I went to the uh, to the um, the Holocaust Museum, and I what I saw was horrible. I saw. Um, I went to the Children's Museum, which was really hard for me because all you do is stand there and you see. The pictures and names of children that are incinerated, right? 
And then it made me think, right? I was sitting with a Holocaust survivor and she said to me, imagine if they did this with the black people who were murdered in America. She said the museum would have to take up a country. She was like, because she was spitting that 100%, like she was one of the most, she was the coolest, one of the coolest people I met. And I had dinner with her. I had Shabbat Was dinner. she a Jewish lady? She was a Holocaust survivor. Wow. So she was older, older, older. Wow. And she was like, when I saw, listen to her compassion for black people in America, it was just beautiful to hear this Holocaust survivor because she could empathize, right? She was like, I know what it feels like. So she said, imagine if there was a, if they could commemorate all of the slaves all of and they were accounted for. She said it would go on forever. And um, mean, and yeah, I the hundred, the hundred million black slaves that were killed in the Middle Passage. Yeah, the the, the the black people that are killed every day in America, from Jim Crow, the hangings of black men and women from the early 1900s, 1800s, the the mass incarceration of melanated people for no reason. The, the there's slavery in Libya, the Arabs yes. enslaved. I mean, if we if oh, we and, and listen from from Trinidad to Jamaica to the Bahamas, Cuba, Puerto Rico, the Dominican Republic, uh, you know, the Greater Antilles, the Lesser Antilles, all over the the. the I mean, if imagine. So what I what I was saying, we she and I was ha were having a conversation uh, because she was in Israel and she said. You cannot love me as a Jewish person. You can't criticize me as a Jewish person. That doesn't mean you're anti-Semitic. She said anti-Semitic is exercising hate against Jewish people. That's Period. different. Right. right. And I was but, like, but I don't, yeah. Go ahead. No, no. I just think when we talk about these things, like I don't know what Nick Cannon said, so I can't, I can't um I can't speak to it because I gotta go back and watch it. Yeah. But what I was saying was that, um, I mean, if he says something, because he, his apology said, I apologize to my brothers, my Jewish brothers and sisters. And I sat with some rabbis and um, I was like, oh, okay. So I wonder what he said. But my thing is that, no, I don't think people should get mad at the fact that Ethiopians are the first Jewish people. Like the Falashians, they're Jew. You shouldn't, you can't get white. You can't get mad at that black people are Jews too. You can't right. get mad at that. Like, what? Did they get mad about that? I think, I think, I don't know exactly what, but I know if you're saying, if there, there are black Jews that are, that have been around a long time. But Jesus. You, if you're, if you, that's considered anti-Semitic, I'd like, I don't, I don't understand. Like if you're showing hate towards them, that's anti-Semitic. You know what I mean? That's what I think. But that's yeah. why. I don't like to get in those conversations because if you say anything, they just automatically throw that at you. It's like sometimes I don't want to get into, and I don't like putting race and being in being homosexual on the same parallel. And there's a little bit of similarity, but like if I if I get in a thing with a, a, a person from the LGBT, I don't want to get in. I don't. I don't even want to go there because they just go, "You're transphobic. You can't. You're homophobic, win. and then they don't let you talk." It's with everybody, because if I said that I didn't like something, 
somebody dark was saying that I'm I'm practicing colorism. If I'm skinny and I say something about somebody, if somebody big says to to a skinny person, "You skinny bitch, you need to eat more." Fine. That skinny person turns around and says, "Well, fuck you then, you fat bitch. You need to eat less." The skinny person is fat shaming. But And that's not cool. Right. We so now we should be able to have this. My thing is, black people especially need to be able to express themselves, and we should be able to be able to talk with honesty and and you know you know what I mean. We should be able to talk and express ourselves. You can't just label us something because we're talking about real historic shit. Because a lot of stuff in history has been whitewashed, whitewashed so hard, and then when you tell them the truth, now you're this, now you're that, now you're this, now you're that. You know what I mean? And when we talk about real black history, we're not hating anybody. We're just talking about shit that you hid from us. Oh, well, when I went to Israel, I sat with, I went to dinner with um, uh, quite a few Ethiopians that were Jewish. Yeah. And, and they lived in Israel. And they were talking That's... about the racism that they were experiencing in Israel. And You and see what I'm saying? So what us. is that saying? Why are the black Jewish people being discriminated against? I mean, yeah. what are we talking about here? It still comes down to who, color, still comes down to color. And how are we the oldest people on the planet and everyone is all shitting on us? And we were here first. I don't care what the religion is. I don't, let's, let's skip the religion, skip that. We were here first and you're mad. Yeah. If I say, hey man, anthropologically, black people are here first. Oh man, now you're a, you're a, you're a fucking racist now. What? I just said we were here first because we people have such a despise for us that they can't imagine us originating anything, inventing anything. They can't imagine us being smarter than them. They only see us as this animalistic thing. Some see us that way and they can't get it out of their heads that we're innovative. We, we, we're technical, technologically advanced. They can't see this. All they see us is dancing, dancing, ghetto that's all they want to see us in they go no way even though you have better grades than me how the fuck did you get that because Cal when they see when they already Cal have their image of you they're going to treat you accordingly so they're going to use like scapegoats oh you're racist no actually i'm not i was actually just telling you the truth the truth the truth people get fucked up by the truth because we've been living in lies our whole life was lies think about it how we lie so much every time you watch a commercial what LeBron LeBron James, shut up and dribble. But then yeah, yeah. Uh, Tim Tebow is a hero for standing up for his Jesus on in the football field, right? So and then Jesus, Jesus is not a white guy. And you're so now I'm, I hate religion. Jesus is not white. Jesus ain't white. Just the where he, where all this shit took place. And I believe the Bible was full of black folks. I really believe it. They just don't want us in anything. I mean, come on, man. I mean, you, you, you're hiding stuff from the 1950s, let alone 2,000 years ago. Come on now. Come on. Stop. How long yeah. have black people been on the planet? And how long have Europeans been on the planet? We're like a couple hundred thousand years longer than them. And all of a sudden, we just don't show up anywhere. Get the fuck out of here. We just end up in jail and on the NBA. Come on, stop. You We're know just what's in funny, jail so and we play basketball. What? Yeah, and we dance. We can dance really well. And we dance um, really well. And, and it's like, and those things are great attributes that everybody's trying to acquire. 
but don't take away from our academic power too, because we were doing math and all that shit before everybody. So it's not. So somebody here that the re one of the reasons they were upset with Nick Cannon is because he was quoting Louis Farrakhan. Well, and Nick, if you if you go ahead, no, go ahead. My, my no, my thing, my thing's pausing is stupid. You're pausing on my thing. My thing's dumb. One thing about Nick, I, Nick is not well versed in that stuff. He just started doing because you know Nick was considered. Oh, he's kind of corny. He sings. He does this. No one really. No one took Nick for. They didn't know really what he was. He was just a commercial, safe black dude. And then all of a sudden, Nick put a turban on his head. Tur people were like, wait, yeah. wait, what the fuck just happened? I liked you in Drumline. What the fuck? You know, and he's Nickelodeon. So yeah. Nick, you know, when Nick goes into something, he goes all out. Like wilding out, he goes all out. He does movie, he goes all out. So Nick, I think what Nick did is he said it the wrong way. He did because when you're talking about that kind of shit, you gotta be careful, man. You gotta be careful as fuck. It's like doing a joke about race or whatever. That motherfucker better be well crafted. You didn't say it right. I think he's, he said it too because he's not well versed in it. So he, you right. know, he, you know, he wants to show everybody I'm because you know the black people would. I get it, and I, cool. But the way you said it, you gotta know because everybody's waiting for you to slip, and everybody's offended by everything. So if you're gonna talk about that kind of shit, you you need to review what you say, talk to other people about it. And then go, all right, I'm going to say it like this, where everybody's like, okay, all right, I get it. Which which some people even will just act like they don't get it and go, no, fuck that, you know, just to shut you down. Because a lot of times people are waiting for ways to shut you down, you know. So let me ask you this question. Is it possible that you can, as a, because you're an independent thinker and a critical thinker, right? So is it possible that you can listen to something that someone says and adopt something from it without uh, feeling that, uh, without adopting the whole ideology, right? Because people quote Gandhi, they quote Martin Luther King, they quote Malcolm X. Malcolm X, when he, before he went to make it to, to a Hajj, before his pilgrimage, he was straight on white people are the devil. And then when he came back after he made Hajj, everybody loved him, right? Everybody was like, I love Malcolm X. So is it possible that you can quote Louis Farrakhan without believing that Jewish people are termites? Because that's what he said. Or, or hating Jewish people. Is it possible? Yeah. And my thing is, there are, there are horrible people in every group of people. Man, come on. There's black folks that ain't shit. <laughs> you know, there's Asians that ain't shit. There's, um, and I don't like to say Jewish people are not a race, by the way, guys. They're not a race. Okay. There's people in every, there's, there's Russians, there's Polish, there's, you know, there's all kinds of different people that ain't shit. There's personalities that ain't shit in every, every community, you know? So it's, it's, it's irresponsible to say, all you motherfuckers this way. You know what I mean? And I get where you're saying it because what's funny is, but everybody doesn't have a problem saying all blacks are fucking criminals, though. And no one says a word. When they go, black people are this, black people are that, black people are that. 
Everyone's like, okay with that. Then when we go, hey man, not all black people are like that. Oh, no. But then if we say, oh, these people are like this, now everybody really comes down hard on us because I told you they're despised for us. They don't want us having any kind of opinion, you know? And let's be real, if you're sensible, you know there's not, everybody in a group is not doing the same thing as, you know what I mean? Everybody's not the same. Right. There are, there are, and this is real, there are a lot of white Jewish people who have been very, very good to black people, period. They're just good people. And there's white Jewish people who have been horrible to their own fucking people and other people. Right. There's black folks that are dope as fuck and there are black folks that ain't shit. Right. There's lab people. Hey, let's talk to Goya Beans, president, huh? What a fuckhead, huh? Trash. And, you know, and let me just clear that up because people have been at me about that. Uh, some of the black leaders that I know, people that are friends are like, you see that man went out there for y'all people. That man is from Spain. Those are your Oh, that's why. Yeah. And Goya, all those companies, uh, they exploit Latinos that are, you know, poor. They're working in those factories. They're not taking care of them. They are not speaking on our behalf. They are there in 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 the corporate interest. So when people say the Goya man was there, he wasn't there for Puerto Rico and the Dominican Republic. He's there on behalf of corporate interests. He's not, he's Spanish. He is a white man who speaks Spanish. Those are our colonizers. So stop associating us with them because we do not, they don't treat us well. They do so not. I'm a little, I'm a little confused. So some of the Dominicans, they get real mad when you say, you know, you have African blood and all this other shit. Some, some Puerto Ricans, but so now you got this Spanish dude that really doesn't see you as the same. So what are you guys doing? Now you're mad. Now, right. which is good. Latinos are boycotting, but I'm like, okay, you're boycotting him because what? He's because what? But I thought- they, they were criticizing him because he was licking Donald Trump's balls. But there have been people that are Puerto Rican and Dominican and Cuban who've been boycotting Goya for years. Nobody was listening to them. Oh, now, okay. National attention. Now a lot of people jump on the bandwagon. They're like, "Oh yeah, we'll jump on the bandwagon now." Mm, so, because you so know, you're not white. So you're not white. Okay. Okay. No, here we go. No, 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 no. There are some white Latinos though, like, and that, and they are part of the problem. Like, we can't, we cannot ignore that there are a lot of white Latinos who employ racism. I mean, Puerto Rico employed imploded. The Black Lives Matter movement in Puerto Rico took a guillotine to the governor's office because they were like, we are tired of being treated like this here. So, right on. And in the Dominican Republic too, you know what I mean? Like, it's like really, really um, a big problem in Latin America because they mistreat indigenous people and they treat the African people, which we're Afro-Indigenous, and that is not a lie. That is 100% true. And there's a lot of motherfuckers walking around saying, I have pure Castilian blood. You know, I'm I'm Castellano, and I'm like not not to them. And, to and them. as as he's as he's canning the beans in his assembly line. And he exactly because they're like they look at us like I don't think people understand like Spanish is not our native tongue either. Like we were colonized in Spanish. Like for Puerto Rico, the Taínos and the African, like my my family, my grandmother's grandmother was a slave. So they, they spoke an African tongue and they spoke Arawak, 
which is the native tongue of the Tainos of Puerto Rico, of, of Borinquen, because Puerto Rico is not, was called Borinquen, that's why we say Boricua. When it was colonized, they named it Puerto Rico, which means rich port. But I, but there was there's still a lot of Latin people who self-hate and want to identify with their colonizers. It's like Black people in America saying, well, my grand grandmother was white. And it's like, you, we are all just a product of who raped our great, great, great grandparents. Like for real, yeah. we just all messed up. So when you hear people saying that, they act like, oh, I'm Spanish. Spaniards are Europeans. They're not Latinos. They're right. Hispanic because they speak Spanish. Right. Brazilians, who we like to ostracize a lot of times and we like to erase the black ones, are Latinos. Haitians are Afro-Latinos because they're from Hispaniola. And I and we have to claim all of our people, right? But you, but that colonization runs deep, right? Like it's like when the brown paperback shit with black people in America, we cannot act like that infection does not exist in right. Latin America. Yeah, we should and, on and, indigenous and, and black people. And we're all eat. We all eat plantains. So sit the fuck down. We're all connected. We're all connected by a big ass yellow banana, fuckers. He's stupid. You know, Platano, plantain, plantain, uh, 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 Maduro. All you go to all them countries, you see that fucking banana sit there sizzling in that pot. You like, oh yeah, African ass, sit down. You know what's funny is that they um into in Spanish, it is an insult to call somebody an Indian because they have made Latinos feel shame for their indigenous blood. And I always say it's the greatest mindfuck of all time because they made us hate the glorious people of our past, African kings and queens, the, 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 the native kings and queens. They erased that history and they only started telling us about us after slavery, after colonization and being conquered. We begin at them capturing us but they don't tell us about what came before us. So you got motherfuckers walking around saying, I'm not, I'm not Indian. I'm, I'm Castilian. You know, I'm, I'm Castellano. I'm like, that's a language, dumbass. That ain't. And they walking around trying to talk like a king who had a speech impediment. When they're like, oh, no, 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 no. Yeah, this is. Vale, vale. Fee, 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 fee. That's a lisp, you fuck. And my, were, my, my Spanish teacher in college was from Spain. So when he was yeah. like this, vale, vale, is he Madrid, Madrid? I was like, what's wrong with your tongue? It's so ridiculous. With, yeah, he was like, vale, I was like, what's wrong? I was, he's like, oh, I'm from Madrid, from España. I was like, oh shit, what's the tongue thing? My that my teacher was from Spain in college, like for a Spanish class. You turn on TV on Telemundo or Univision. When you see the black people in Spanish, they the maid, the butler, they shining shoes. It's like, yo, it's it's an indoctrination. The cover, the way they covered the Black Lives Matter marches and George Floyd's murder at lynching was horrific. It was horrific when I tell you. And so you got these motherfuckers walking around. So when people say to us, like, what do you why to me they'd be like why you go in i'm like because i gotta check my people just like you be checking black people and you be like yo y'all should you can't do this you self-hating black person is it the shits that shit is the same in spanish it's a bunch of motherfuckers walking around here black as fuck saying they not black and you looking at them like 
You did it. You did the impression. You know how they do and say it. I know black. Dominican, I know black. I know black. Nunca, nunca, nunca. I know black. Dominican, Dominican, no black. I know black. No. I know black. No. Negro. No, no, no. Imagínate, this is so funny that you sound so I was about to speak to you in Spanish because you sound just like one of them. And I was like, imagine I know black, impossible, impossible, no es lo mismo. No, look, this 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 Spain, 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 this from Spain. This this from Spain. See how long it's long like that. See, that means like Spanish, like this. See my head? Spanish. See, like that. No Africa. Africano, no. This is Spain. Spain, Madrid, this Madrid. This lady, see that? It's straight, it's straight, it's straight, it's straight. See, that's Spanish. My my grandmother, Abuelito, was a Blanco. You see, a, a, a Europa. See that right then? See, you can see. Look, look close. Look at see. That's yeah. Spain. That's Spain. <laughs> Fuck out of here. All right, so tell everybody where where to get your tickets. They're gonna see you this weekend. This is the longest oh. show I did. This is about okay, you guys. Kansas City Improv this week, Friday and Saturday. Kansas City Improv. Go to KansasCityImprov.com. Two shows Friday, three shows Saturday. And you know, I'm always on my live. On my uh, Instagram is uh, Comedian Godfrey. On my lives, I do it. You know, one o'clock in the morning to four a.m. Uh, you haven't been on my live yet, right? No, I'm not famous enough. That's not true. I I've been getting bombs on my shit. Well, thanks. Do you stay up that? Do you stay up late? Yeah, I don't sleep. You don't okay, know that. Why don't you come on later? I have insomnia. I don't. Why don't sleep. you do it later then? Why don't you do it today with me later? Yeah. Yeah. I'll do I'm like my uh, Celia Cruz impression. Ooh, Celia Cruz, Azucar. Love Azucar. Yeah. So um, also. Um, my podcast is in Godfrey We Trust, which you've been on. In Godfrey yeah. We Trust on the Gas Digital Network, you guys subscribe with promo code Godfrey. Also, go to Godfrey Comedy. You can see the episodes on YouTube and subscribe there also. And Twitter is Godfrey Comedian. Um, also, TikTok, Godfrey <laughs> Comedian. I just started it a little bit. I got about 3,000 followers. I'm trying to figure it out because okay. a lot of people are using it because I watch Spike Lee sometimes interview people on TikTok Live. Right. You know what I mean? So it's it's it's. I thought it was just so, some silly shit, but they're starting to get a little more serious with stuff. It's getting a little better. You know, I'm starting to learn it a little bit. But uh, yeah, also, um, I was going to say, oh yeah, Godfrey Shy, short for Chicago is my personal YouTube channel and Godfrey podcast is the Instagram for the podcast. I think I said everything. There's so many damn platforms. It's like, God damn. So that's it. But what? I says, I don't, I know I can't keep up with them. That's why I'm not on TikTok. Cause I, I'm like, I can't, I'm already struggling with Facebook, YouTube, Twitter. Yeah, I, I do. I'm, I'm Godfrey Comedian on Facebook, but I haven't really used my Facebook at all, really. I don't. I'm not really. Twitter, I've been using. I'm going back on Twitter. I'm going. I'm back on Twitter. I'm going to, um, you know, so I've been doing videos on Twitter, not just. I don't like typing shit, so I do more video stuff. 
that's where I'm, that's where my strength is doing video stuff. So, so Good. yeah. Well, make sure you check out Godfrey this weekend. He's going to be at the uh, Kansas City Improv starting tomorrow. Two tomorrow, uh, three on uh, Saturday. Uh, and Godfrey, we trust on the Gab. Is it Gab Digital Network or Gab Digital? Like putting gas in your car. Gas okay. Digital Network. Gab there. And then you are you are live on Instagram. So you and uh, Apion doing impressions. Sometimes and Shang would be me, Shang, Pete Guns. It'd be all the light-skinned motherfuckers. It's a lot of light-skinned dudes. You know what? Peter Guns was um, part of a... when P It was Lord Tariq and Peter Guns. Right. Uptown, baby. Uptown, baby. Yeah. They, they did a song with a rapper named Black Haze from Miami when I used to intern for Luke. I used to work at a record label, and they did a song together that was very popular. And they were really popular at the time. So it's... Yeah, man. So, reality show? The reality show was the, um, Love and Hip Hop. Oh, he was on Love and Hip Hop. Okay. Yeah, and then now he's the host of Cheaters. What is that? The, you, you the ever show? Seen Cheaters? Oh, where they bust the cheaters. They bust. They and oh. him of all people, he's the host. Now. Oh, okay. All right. Get you get them checks. You got to get the bag any way you can right now. Word. It's not a joke. Word. Uh, all right. So you got to come back though. Yeah. Let me you know. You gotta Let come back, move. and uh, and you have quite a, a few fans. Well, you got a lot of fans on here, and uh, Angeli one said Godfrey handsome chocolate. Somebody said nice teeth, Godfrey. Somebody said you can lick on me, Godfrey. Somebody said Godfrey with five six hearts. Um, I didn't. I'm sorry, Kenneth. I didn't see you. Uh, they're laughing at the host of cheaters. I just want you to know, like, the love that you have gotten here. And for YouTube, so many people showed up because YouTube usually catches the show later, but they are here live. So, Fadi, thank you. I appreciate you. Um, who else? Is... Wow, so many people. Uh, Ellie Empire said you can lick on me. Um, so whenever you're ready... I can negotiate these deals because I I gotta, I gotta see pictures first though. Fuck off. So Ellie, send uh DM uh Godfrey your pictures. And you know what uh, I'm saying? <laughs> I'm on. I'm on I got a little, I got I'm a little selective with my shit now. He a little selective with his shit, Ellie. Um, so yeah, the, the people uh, have you been on Corey Holcomb's show, the 5150 show? Well, yeah, I've been on it a few times. Yeah, okay, that's where people are saying that they loved you on the show. Fifty-one fifty nation, baby, all day. Yeah. yeah. All right, y'all. So I want to say thank you for coming. Tomorrow we'll be back at our regular time at noon, and we will have a show on progressive politics and people of color. So tomorrow we'll get serious, and uh, you'll see Godfrey again. Make sure you go to his live. Bye. <laughs>